Hey girl, if you have a messy bun leggings on and you've reheated your coffee three times today and your to-do list is longer than you can even imagine, this podcast is for you. I'm your host, Stacey Crown. I'm a mom of three, a passionate faith-based life and business coach, running after toddlers, picking and dropping kids off at school and practice, and I've probably forgot to switch the laundry again. Needless to say, I am in the thick of it with you, sister. Some episodes will be all about mom life and some are going to be about digging deeper in your faith. Some are going to be business related, but all episodes will make you feel a little more normal and a lot less alone in this juggle that we call life. I want to remind you that you're so loved, you are so worthy, and that you're more than enough. Let's jump in. Hey, welcome back to the She Is Called podcast. I'm giggling because I'm at my daughter's ice hockey practice. If you follow me on social, you know she's on a travel hockey team and we have hockey like all the time. But you guys, it's 50 degrees, 54 degrees outside in Michigan. It is officially fall and the ice rink feels like it's like 30 degrees and I'm not wearing my winter coat. I'm just wearing my long tan vest and I am cold. I did whip out the Ugg boots today and turn the heat on because the house was only like 63 degrees, but I'm just setting the scene so you can be reminded that no matter where you are, no matter if you're in the pickup line or doing laundry or doing the dishes, putting them in the dishwasher, doing house chores, or maybe you're just on a walk. Maybe you're listening to podcasts to fill the time. But I'm just so thankful that you're listening. And I want to take a minute. I don't have official numbers yet because I have not logged in. But I do know that we have surpassed the 3,000 download mark. And I'm so grateful. I am so excited and so grateful. And there's so many good things coming from and for the podcast. So I just want to say thank you. Wherever this finds you on the other side of the airwaves, wherever this finds you, no matter if you're in your car, if you have AirPods in, if you are wherever it is, I just want you to know that you are so loved. You're cared for not only by me, but by God, and that you are literally making my dreams come true with making the podcast just as amazing as I always hoped and thought it would be. And like I said, there's so many good things coming for the podcast. Lots of guest speakers. I might throw on the idea of having some sponsorship um, just to help my good friends that have amazing businesses be able to be in the ears and the spaces of people who normally wouldn't. So with that being said, I also want to just cover the fact that it is retreat weekend. In June, I decided that it was time to launch a retreat weekend. I'm calling it Made for More Retreat. It's a women's retreat. There's going to be 10 of us women or 10 people who have invested in this retreat. And it's going to be up North Michigan this weekend. And I am so excited. I mean, Today's episode literally is all about how much 
we, in our human minds, and our human hearts, underestimate God. And we don't do it on purpose. We don't do it because we, you know, we just sit in our unbelief. And one thing I've been really good at this year, and really good at always, but especially this year with running my own business and jumping into spaces with places, getting into rooms, meeting the people, all of the things, is honestly just doing the things that I feel called to. And doing the things because I know that God's behind it. And I know that if he's behind it, then he's on the other side of it. So why wouldn't I? And I also know that like if I fail at whatever it is that he told me to do or whatever it is that's on my heart, that it's okay because I'm feeling forward. That I probably met someone or was in conversation or learned some great lessons by failing in some way, shape, or form. So... Let me paint the picture for you, but this past year and a half has really been a learning lesson. For anyone who's been here along the ride, you know that I've been an entrepreneur for 10 years, almost nearly. We're rounding up, but for almost 10 years, almost a decade of my life, almost a third of my life, which is so crazy. I'm 35, so like 33% of my life I've been an entrepreneur that's not accurate, but again, we're rounding up. And so here's what I want to tell you is like, I jump before I can overthink. I know that's not normal because I also know that so many people overthink everything that God has for them or everything that they are involved in, that they're reaching out to, that they're going to start, that they're going to do all these things. All the what ifs happen. I'm going to fail. No one's going to buy. No one's going to show up. No one is going to message me back about this. And what I've learned from this past year is even if I fail, I'm putting myself out there. And here's what I wanted to tell you today about just the fact of selling out a retreat in a matter of 17 days, 10 women invested. 10 women invested in 17 days for a weekend trip with complete strangers, sharing beds, and eating dinner with complete strangers, and getting to know. But here's what I know from that is I was so scared to launch a retreat because I had failed so big in so many other endeavors. Master classes that failed this year, um, Zoom calls that no one jumped on or that I had planned with people and they had ghosted me, whatever it is. There was plenty of opportunity for me to fail and quit. There was plenty of opportunity for me to just fail and doubt everything. But if you know anything about me, you know that there's one thing that I'm betting on and it's going to be myself. And I know that, I don't know, it might sound cocky or confident or whatever it is, but I know in the world, if, if it was up to me, I will make whatever it is happen because I know that I can, because that's just how much I believe in myself. No matter what it is. I always say I could sell a hot dog to a vegan on a street because I believe so hard in myself. And that is weird. Like that is not natural. That's not something that, um, have I always been this way? 
I feel like a little bit. (laughs) I've always carried myself with confidence. Even when I was different, even when I was the bigger girl as a kid, I never doubted myself enough to like think that I wasn't good enough or anything like that. Like I just kind of carried myself with a charisma and confidence that no, you know, you're going to know who I am when I walk in the room kind of thing. And I'm going to change the energy, especially if it's negative. I'm going to turn that place positive and everybody's going to be walking around like sunshine and rainbows. But my point in telling you this was a lot of times in life, we doubt ourselves and we sit in the unbelief of that. I don't think this can happen. So a lot of times as women, we stop. We don't even start whatever it was that we thought could happen because we just sit in the unbelief. And there's so many people, clients, friends, family, so many women who I know who could, you know, find the perfect man or like some people are like, I'm not worthy of, 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 you know, love. I'm not, I've, I've got too many past mistakes. I'm not good enough to like eat the good food and do the exercise and show up in the gym and all of these things, right? We're sitting in our unbelief. Some of you don't think that you're good enough to start the business. Some of you don't have belief that if you do hit the divorce button and you do it, that you'd be able to succeed on your own. And I'm not saying I'm not an advocate for divorce. I'm just saying in some situations I've seen of friends, it's not good situations. And I'm so proud of my friends for being strong enough to understand that they are worthy enough to be by themselves because it is hard being alone and in your thirties. But I can tell you that when you love yourself enough to understand that when you sit in the unbelief, the only person that you're cheating is you. The only person that you're disappointing is you, you in the higher version of you, you in that version, that little girl version of you. Who's like, you can do anything. I see that in my own kids. You know, I see that in Ireland. She just turned nine. And I know that statistically speaking, 10 years old is when girls really start to change, start to morph, starting to want to fit in. They are going to listen to the music that other people are listening to. They're going to go to the, you know, they want to be invited to the birthday parties. They want to be played with at recess by certain girls, right? And that is when we really start dimming our light. Well, I encourage you to find your four-year-old self. Four years old, spinning around on a dance floor, not a care in the world. Like we have a video of Ireland dancing to Bruno Mars at a daddy-daughter dance. And I always am going to show her that because I always want her to be her four-year-old self. Deep down inside, I want her to understand. And I get emotional thinking about it because my 35-year-old self I want to be my 30. I want to be my four-year-old self. She's still here. But life covers us up with wounds and scars and things that really hurt and breakups and you get fired from jobs or better yet, you get rejected by the interview. You're not the one that gets picked. It's so much worse than not getting picked in gym class or being picked last. It's like, holy crap, I didn't even get a call back from a job. You know what I mean? So here's the thing. This whole episode, I want you to understand, is about underestimating God. I think a lot of times as women, as adult women, as adults in general, if you're a man listening to this, I don't even know how you came upon the podcast, but I'm here for it. So send it to your wife, 
<laughs> or your spouse. But all I want to say is sometimes we underestimate God. I underestimated God when I had that dream of a retreat. I did. But he heard me. He heard the desires of my heart. He heard that I wanted to have a retreat. So guess what he did? I was praying in January. I was like, you know what? I think I want to have a retreat. I don't know where I want to have one. I can't afford like $9,000 houses in Arizona or a trip to Nashville or Georgia or whatever. And maybe I'll work myself up to that. Maybe we'll get there, guys. Maybe we will get there to where we can go to the beach or to the desert in Arizona or better yet, Napa, California. I don't even know. But I underestimated him. I didn't think it would happen. It was like in a three-year plan for me. And let me tell you how it unfolded. So we were talking one day. I led a Bible study group, a, a small group at church. And I didn't even know why I was leading one because I was like, I'm so unqualified for this. I don't even know. My house is always a mess. There's going to be kids here, like all of the things. And I will tell you that small group of girls, it was eight of us. And we are thick as thieves. We are so close. We are just, it's just so good. And one of the girls, her name is Megan and she'll listen to this, I'm sure. But she was talking about her cabin and she was like, oh my gosh, we should go to the cabin during the summer. Like, let's just pick a weekend. So we all picked a weekend and I joked around. I was like, oh my gosh, you wouldn't want to have a retreat there, right? A women's retreat. Well, like she heard me say that and I was just joking because I had no clue like the condition her cabin was or, you know, whatever. Well, turns out it's like a fully renovated cabin that they just spent the last five years doing and it's gorgeous. It's on this beautiful lake in Michigan. It's not, you know, a mansion or anything, but it's just enough and it's beautiful and it's exactly what I need and they're opening it up to us. So there we go. God was like, you need a place? She's been sitting at your dining room table. And on the flip side of that, I was like, okay, but who's going to invest, Lord? Like, this is my conversation with God. I'm like, okay, I have a place. I wrestled with the price because I was like, I don't think I'm worthy of this price, but I knew I had to like pay for the space and pay for the groceries and pay for the vendors because I'm having like a chef come in and my friend Kristen who teaches yoga, she's coming in and she's doing breath work and meditation with us and and I just knew and then we're having a photographer and like I knew I was gonna have to pay the photographer so I was like okay, I know I'm gonna have to pay for things so I do however need to pay, you know I gotta make it to where I'm gonna profit a little bit but then I can pay everybody else. And it was affordable because I've been on some retreats that like are very, very expensive and it's, they're gorgeous, but I didn't want to do that. I wanted it to be affordable. I wanted it to reach the women who really could just say, heck yes, be all in. Like not even a, I have to go talk to my husband about this, but like take my money. I need a space. And let me tell you (laughs) in 17 days, 10 women from all over the United States. That's another thing. I was like, who locally is going to go an hour and a half away? No, there's less local people and more people who are flying in, who are driving in. And it just shows me, you guys, that when I underestimated God, I had to beat my unbelief. And I'm so happy that I went 
And then I asked him, you know, the scripture says to knock until the door opens or give God the desires of your heart and he will deliver. And that's like, quote unquote, I don't, I'm not quoting those, but I, I know that they're in there somewhere. And I did. I have had doors fly open for me this year that I didn't even knock on with personal clients, with working at church, with conversations that are amazing, with starting a We Rise community. Literally, I have had so many things open up into the space because I was open and ready to receive. I always say, and this is a whole other podcast, I always say, if you are holding on to your past, if you're holding on to mistakes, if you're holding on to failure, if you're holding on to all the things that are negative in your life, you're never going, like your fists are closed. Think about it like this. I want you to just close your fists for a minute. I want you to imagine holding on to all of your past mistakes, the breakups, the words that you can't take back, maybe a divorce or a failed relationship with your own parent or a fight that you got in with your spouse, a job that you left that you shouldn't have, whatever it might be. I want you to just look at your hand and think about you holding on to all of those things. There's no way for you to catch the blessing. There's no way that you can physically catch the blessings that God has for you if you don't open up your fist. And when you open up your fist, it truly, open up your fist as in open up your heart, open up your mind, open up to see the way that his, he's going to work, glorify him in every single day. Not the big things like selling out a retreat in 17 days, but like the warm cup of coffee on your day off that you know that you don't have to put a bra on. Ugh, I will glorify. Back to the hand. I want you to think of all those things that you're holding on to. And I want you to think about this struggle, how heavy it gets, the heaviness of your past, the heaviness of the bad things, the heaviness of the negative outweighs so much more than what God has for you. And in Matthew eleven twenty eight, he says, come to the, come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden and pick up my yoke because my yoke is light. And it's easy. Basically saying, come to me, all who are tired and weak, carrying around these chains of their past that are just holding them back. And surrender. Give me those things. Now imagine, open up your fist and imagine giving God all of those things. Okay? All of the negative, all the things that we're holding on, our past all of the things that we're worried about in the future that we have no control over. And now your hand is open and you're ready to catch the blessing. You're ready. And this isn't something that you do once and it happens. No, because those things will creep back in. They'll creep back in and you'll slowly find yourself with a closed fist. But I want you to open your fist I encourage you to give God everything that you're underestimating. Sister, I believe in you so much. Take some of my, my belief. 
steal and borrow some of my confidence that I have in my own self. If there is one thing that this podcast has given me, it's the beauty of a community of women who are slowly but surely believing in themselves again. Because we all have the four-year-old girlfriend, whoever this is on the other line, Sarah, Ashton, Stephanie, Mary, Andrea, Kristen, whoever you are, whatever your name is, I want you to close your eyes and I just want you to see your four-year-old self spinning. Whether it's on a dance floor or in a field of flowers, maybe in your childhood driveway if you're spinning and you're just careless that is Matthew eleven twenty eight. God wants us to activate to have childlike faith to overcome our unbelief he wants us to believe that he can do all things Philippians 4 13 God can do all things, all things. He can do the impossible. So I encourage you, whatever you're underestimating him on, whether it's a job opportunity or finally starting the business or going back to school or getting married or getting on the dating apps just so you can possibly find your one. I encourage you, don't underestimate him. Give him the desires of your heart and he's going to deliver every single time. Until next time. Hey, wow, what a good episode. I would absolutely love if you shared with a friend or maybe even just tag me on Instagram at the Stacey Crown in your story so I can hear any of your aha moments or takeaways from this episode. If you're feeling called, I would absolutely love if you left me a review right here on Apple or Spotify, whichever one you're listening on. And lastly, would love to invite you into the space that I have made for women who want more and who just are called for more in life right on Facebook. It's called the She Is Called Community. You can find it right in the show notes. Thanks again so much for being a part of the She Is Called podcast. This all started as a little dream and now we're here. Talk soon.